Welcome back to the We Know Fantasy Podcast. My name is Nate with We Know Fantasy, and I will be flying solo tonight uh, for the first time in a very long time. Usually I am joined here by the Fantasy Fro. He is out tonight with some family and friends with the Thanksgiving holiday uh, tomorrow as we record this on a Wednesday. The rest of the We Know Fantasy crew is also tied up in some kind of uh, commitment, may it be work or family and friend related. So here I am bringing you... uh, what I have in store for this week's podcast by myself, which I have done in the past, so nothing to worry about there. I have some uh, interesting stuff here with a Thanksgiving-themed podcast uh, on the docket for you guys today. Before we kick it off, like I said, my name is Nate with We Know Fantasy. It can be found on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at We Know Fantasy. Uh, be sure to uh, visit some our website, weknowfantasy.com. There we have uh, some great weekly series by our great group of contributors, as long as some breaking news. Things of that nature, so be sure to check us out there. We have fancy football, fancy hockey, and fancy basketball. Every Wednesday, like I said, I am joined here with the fancy fro as normally, as he's not here today, but uh, check back next week as the fancy football season is winding down, so each week is crucial and more crucial. As this is the uh, week 13 here, final week of the regular season, so this is either a make it or break it for a lot of players. You either win your in or win your or lose your out, so some uh, great information here this week. And playoffs uh, to come, so a lot of information coming uh, later on. Uh, this week, will Friday night, we will be releasing the We Know Fancy Contributors podcast. It's normally coming out on a Thursday, but with the holiday, this uh, this Thursday will be out on a Friday. So in the future, I'll look out for it on a Thursday, but this week will be out on a Friday. And every Monday night, myself and a member of the We Know Fancy uh, staff come out with a waiver, We We Know Fancy waiver wire wishlist podcast as well. So uh, be sure to look out for that stuff. On the We Know Fantasy Podcast Network. So uh, for today, I have some uh, pretty cheesy uh, fantasy football-related uh, Thanksgiving-themed uh, segments for you guys. I'm going to go over some players I'm thankful for in terms of uh, drafting pretty low or uh, had a lot of faith in. They've, they've been doing well for me in fantasy football. Players I'm not thankful for, players I had a lot of stock in that did not uh, perform for me. Uh, my biggest, The biggest Thanksgiving day fantasy uh, football impact in terms of the games that will be played on uh, Thanksgiving Day. And uh, I'll give you my uh, Thanksgiving Day project, uh, predictions for each of the games on there. And we'll, we'll talk some food. I'll talk about some of my favorite dishes uh, as well in this podcast. Let's kick it off some of the players I am most thankful for. And I'm going to kick it off here. Uh, first off, going over the wide receiver position, it's got to be Chris Godwin. PPR formats wide receiver one. Wide receiver one through 12 weeks. Chris Godwin, I know this is a guy I am not the only person who was high on. This was a guy who was widely known or widely projected to break out and have a fantastic year. And what a year this man is having. Um, I apologize. He's wide receiver one in standard. If we go over here in PPR, he's wide receiver two. Only behind the great Michael Thomas. So wide receiver two in PPR is not bad for Chris Godwin, who is bursting onto the scene uh, down there in Tampa Bay. This is a guy I had a lot of stock in. I have a lot of stock in. Have a lot of I have a lot of my league and I'm, I'm doing well because of that. If you were a, a a Godwin owner, a Godwin believer, you put a lot of stock in him as well. Good for you because you're probably sitting pretty uh, well yourself. A quarterback I had a lot of stock in that has been a uh, paying off for me. This is kind of weird. It's Russell Wilson. He was drafted rather low for for a quarterback. You know, you had your big names uh, coming off the board early. Your Deshaun Watsons, your Aaron Rodgers, your Patrick Mahomes. People, the, your Baker Mayfield, for some reason, coming off the boards. Then there comes Russell Wilson, 
Uh, even we'll throw Lamar Jackson there as well, who is who is the quarterback one right now. These guys are drafted rather low, and they're the quarterback one and quarterback two. I have uh, Russell Wilson in about three quarters of my league because of how low uh, he was drafted, and he is having a fantastic season. Like I said, quarterback two, only behind MVP candidate and MVP uh, frontrunner Lamar Jackson. It's not a bad uh, number two to be behind in in form in, in terms of if you are to be a number two behind uh, anyone. Uh, Josh Jacobs is another guy. You know, there was that thing that every – I forget the, the exact stat. For, for the last few years or so, a rookie running back has made himself into the top five in fa- in terms of fantasy points uh, each year. So Josh Jacobs was a guy I had a lot of stock in. Right now he's currently RB11. He is uh, quite a distance away from that RB5 slot. Uh, I don't think he'll make it this year, but he has done very well. He's averaging – about 15.3 points, after, even after that slow start to the season. Very turn on late. Very, uh, very happy with the way he went. He was probably a third or fourth round pickup, doing rather well for those people who believed in him. And I think the biggest, uh, biggest fantasy player here that you have to be thinking before, either picking him off the waiver, you know, drafted him late. It's the it's the New England Patriots defense. They are, as we speak. Let me check this. Uh, let me see here. Uh, in standard league, at least in standard league, they are the uh, overall. That's with quarterbacks, uh, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, and defenses. Overall, fantasy football players, they are the number ten highest scoring player in standard, and they're number seventeen. A top twenty player out of a defense is unheard of. Two hundred and two points. Uh, they're above the likes of, let's see here, a Nick Chubb, a Derrick Henry, an Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins. They're ahead of Patrick Mahomes, Ezekiel Elliott, who was a first, second, third overall pick. Uh, you know, Amari Cooper, Cooper Cobb, Mark Ingram, Julio Jones, the list goes on. Absolute insanity. These are things you, you'll never see again. You probably will never see this again uh, in a long, long time if it does happen again in terms of these these type of numbers being produced out of defense. But this is the epitome of uh, things that are player, football players you are thankful for because this is a thing that – this is a player that wins you your matchups and wins you your league because this is a position that is usually a waste. You're streaming your position hoping to get eight points a week, but you have a top 20, top 10 in standard league fantasy player in your defensive slot, and that is such a big advantage in your way. So – if I'm sitting there at the uh, you know Thanksgiving table and you know everyone's going around uh, saying what they're thankful for, comes to me I'm saying the New England Patriots defense on my fantasy football team. So let's flip the script. Let's talk about players I'm not so thankful for. Got a few here. I had a lot of stock here in the likes of um, Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell was a guy I thought would get a ton of touches, and he has rightfully so. He is RB12. You know I just talked up Josh Jacobs, but Le'Veon Bell was a top you know top ten pick. He was a first round pick. You expect to get more than an RB12 PPR point for uh, uh, performance out of him, and he has all the touches in the world to do this. Um, even even if we go down further, a Saquon Barkley, RB19. This is the consensus first overall pick. I was a high high on Todd Gurley as well, RB16 in PPR. This is insane. Alvin Kamara, RB13. This is this is unheard of here, guys. So uh, there's a lot of what not to like this year. Uh, these are some names 
especially in my in, it, this is coming from personal experience i i drafted Le'Veon bell in my big money league uh in the first round that i went around and grabbed todd Gurley in the second um wasn't that you know of course i did not do well in that league because of that i believe bell because of the touches and the volume he's gonna have a great season uh didn't turn out that way and i believe todd Gurley's last season injury was more of a more of a how do you say this not a hoax but a, a non-issue but i guess it really is plus that rams team the league has really caught on to what they were doing on offense what they were trying to do and they really have been able to stuff everything they've been trying to do. And, and Todd Gurley just hasn't had that season touchdown. Todd hasn't really had that season that you expect him to have, which I really thought he was going to do. I really thought he was going to turn around, but he hasn't. Uh, but if you want to talk about so – let's jump back to players I'm real thankful for. I'm going Austin Eckler here too. I forgot to mention that guy, RB3, still at this point in the season through uh, 12 weeks. Another name that's absolutely insane. Uh, hop it over to wide receivers. Some players we're not so thankful for. Um you have your Julio Jones, your wide receiver nine. Can't be too uh, can't be too happy about that. But the big one here, OBJ, Odell Beckham, the hype, the Cleveland Browns hype. Wide receiver twenty one, wide receiver twenty one. You cannot believe that we we had this. He goes from New York to this to this high powered Cleveland Browns offense. Baker Mayfield, who was a top uh, top five, top six drafted a fantasy football quarterback. Uh, to go along with this OBJ who was going to light the league. I know some people had him as a wide receiver. One top five wide receiver across the board. Here we are, 12 weeks deep, wide receiver 21, 143 fantasy points, averages 13 per week. That is absolutely uh, mind-blowing, uh, a number to see. And, and, and he's played every week. It's not like he's been out with injuries. He's played every week. It's just he's not getting the production. So uh, that's just a quick rundown of some players we're thankful for, some players we're not so thankful for, and uh, – yeah, just a little, you know, little fun here with the holidays. And just to mention, guys, this is gonna be a quicker podcast than normal. Usually, we have two people on here, um, you know, going back and forth about a few things. But I'm just, uh, you know, trying to try to put something together here. Thanksgiving is tomorrow. I have some family around. Didn't get my normal research in, uh, so uh, just doing some fun stuff for you guys here. So let's talk about uh, some big fantasy football performers for tomorrow. Three games we have tomorrow. We have the Chicago Bears versus the Detroit Lions at 12.30 uh, p.m., followed by the Buffalo Bills versus the Dallas Cowboys at 4.30 p.m., and we finish this off with the New Orleans Saints versus the Atlanta Falcons at 8.20 p.m. So let's start, let's start off with this uh, this 12.30 game, the first kickoff game here. You're probably probably watching this as you're waiting for the food to hit the table. Uh, you know, the, the aromas of the, of the uh, you know, the stuffy and the turkeys are filling the house as so you're sitting on the couch waiting for it to hit the table. So you're catching the first quarter or, or maybe halftime of the Bears-Lions game. I know my family eats around 1, 1.30, so that's about where we are in the game when it, when I go to hit the dinner table. So the Bears last week, Allen Robinson had a heck of a week. Detroit Lions, you know, Matthew Stafford's probably, I know he's not going to play tomorrow. Jeff Driscoll's been playing well in his absence. Marvin Jones has been a, the biggest, uh, you know, impact on that with a great impact, uh, you know, not a negative, a positive impact, hauling in a lot of passes. Kenny Galladay took a negative impact. So where are we going with this? Uh, I want to go David Montgomery here. I think he has a very good week. Uh, the Detroit Lions run defense is nearly non-existent. It's one of the worst, if not the worst, in the NFL. Um, we've seen some glimpses of David Montgomery being a very talented NFL running back, even though I'm still not sure if he is to be a great NFL running back that a lot of people have him uh, have him tagged to be. 
But I think this is a game that he has success in. And the Bears' defense still isn't a, a defense that they have been in the past. They struggle to get to the quarterback, and they don't play, uh, you know, their secondary isn't as strong as possible. So I'm going this game. I'm going to go David Montgomery for the Bears to be their, their top fancy performer, outside of quarterbacks, of course. And I'm going to go uh, Marvin Jones, Detroit Lions. So overall, David Montgomery that first game. And since we're here, let's take a winner. I'm going to go, I'm going to go, let's go Detroit Lions, take this one, uh, 21-17 in the early game. To the afternoon game, we have the Buffalo Bills visit the Dallas Cowboys. Very good pass defense for the for the Dallas Cowboys. Josh Allen has to rush the ball a bit. Maybe Devin Singletary gets gets going, but I think Dak Prescott passing uh, game be too much for them. Bills fall behind. I think the Cowboys take this one. With that being said, let's go. Let's go. Maybe Amari Cooper has a game. Let's go. Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup gets done on the outside. He goes for one one thirty and a touchdown. Uh, Dak goes for another like three forty and three scores, something like that. So we're gonna go. We're gonna go. Michael Gallup on the Dallas Cowboys side, Devin Singletary on the Buffalo Bills side. Even coming from behind, maybe the Bills hang in early. Josh Allen get a rushing touchdown, help help him stay in there. Uh, Devin Singletary doing his best, but of course, John Smokey Brown, of course, will always get his points. Make sure you're playing John Smokey Brown, no matter how good this Dallas Cowboys uh, defense is, because that team will get John Smokey Brown the ball as many times and many ways as possible. So. Uh, again, Dallas Cowboys win this one 31-21. Let's go with that score. And I'm going Michael Gallup to be the uh, the leading scorer of that game. And that afternoon game, to finish it off, the evening game, must I say, not the afternoon game, is the Atlanta Falcons versus the New Orleans Saints. Falcons at home, take it on the Saints. Uh, the Saints nearly lost last week to the Falcons, or to the Panthers. The Falcons did take a loss to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Falcons are nearly out of it. I think they're pretty much out. Yeah, they're definitely out of the playoffs. Saints are still in that possible hunt for, say, a first-round bye if things are to fall apart for, for say, uh, you know, no, uh, oh, they actually are. I think they're second because you're, you're not going to have two uh, first-round or second-round out of the NFC West, so that team will get in. And then uh, the Green Bay Packers took a loss last week. So, uh, you know, the Saints obviously going to take this one. It's hard. I'm not going to take Michael Thomas. That's just way too easy. Michael Thomas is just way too easy. That man is an absolute, absolute animal. And who even else is on this Saints team? Who even plays on the Saints besides Michael Thomas? You know, Drew Brees, but Michael Thomas. Uh, Ted Ginn Jr., who even that guy is. Uh, Alvin Kamara, maybe he'll have a game. Maybe Latavius Murray. I think let's go. Let's go Latavius Murray. Let's see. He has a decent game. And then for Atlanta Falcons, um, Julio Jones doesn't get it going. They have a pretty good run defense there. Uh, even if Freeman comes back, they're going to get stuffed up the middle. Not going to get much going on there. Got to pass from behind. You know, Julio Jones kick out to Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley leads the uh, game. Fancy points, but Saints take this one with ease, 38-17. So there it is. That's how the fantasy football uh, landscape for tomorrow's Big Thanksgiving matchups go. And let me know, guys. Do you guys want to see some better matchups? These aren't really like barn burner games. I know it may look better on paper when we get it. We have the Bills, who are an 8-3 squad, versus the Cowboys. What are they, a 7-5? and five. Um, Something along those lines. That's a pretty decent game. The Bears, Lions is pretty much not a, nothing really the matter there. And Saints-Falcons, Falcons are out of it. And the Saints are a pretty good team. But don't you want to see, you know, maybe, maybe in the future – Thanksgiving Day games be ones that you can like, uh, like uh, later in the season where you can um, see primetime games where 
like last week with the 49ers and Packers game where it was bumped to that. Maybe Thanksgiving days you can leave a slot for, say, this week at a 49ers-Ravens game. We can get that as a nightcap for the Thanksgiving Day game because that's going to be uh, one heck of a game. Can't wait for that one. Uh, you know, you know me, I'm a diehard 49ers fan. Was actually thinking about going down to that game, but, you know, freezing temperatures, uh, possibly some snow over an inch of rain or up to an inch of rain, 100% chance of precipitation. So I think I'm going to watch that one from my couch. Instead of paying a lot of money to uh, freeze in the stands, uh, you can call me what you want, but I'll watch it from my couch this week. Uh, but, yeah, that's how we'll see uh, the Thanksgiving Day games go. And let's talk about some food. Let's talk about some non-fantasy football and some non-NFL stuff going on here. What is your – let me know. What is your favorite Thanksgiving Day dish? Is it the, 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 your traditional turkey? Does your, does your family do a turkey? Does it have a ham as well? I think our family does a turkey and a ham. Um of course, you have your, your tradition, your stuffings, your dressing, whatever you call that. Uh, you have your mashed potatoes. Of course, you can't go wrong with a nice deviled egg, uh, things of that nature, some cream corn. Um, I know a lot of people do a macaroni and cheese for Thanksgiving. I've never had a macaroni and cheese or anything in my Thanksgiving, so I'm kind of jealous of you guys if you do have a macaroni and cheese. I'm going to go with a – it's hard to say. I'm going to go with my wife's grandmother's uh, stuffing slash dressing, whatever you call that. It's fantastic. You cannot beat it. You know, drizzle. It's 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 amazing. It's so moist. It's it's. I know not many people like the word moist. So if you're going to tune up because of that, I apologize. It's just delicious. So I'm going to go with that this week. So let me know, guys. Uh, hit me up on Twitter. Let me know what your th- your favorite Thanksgiving Day uh, your meal is or or dishes dishes. You know, of course. And uh, for dessert, it's got to be. I'm going to skip all the traditional apple pie, pumpkin pie. Just give me some cheesecake. I'm a cheesecake guy through and through. Absolutely love myself some cheesecake. Never have too much cheesecake. But that's it for tonight, uh, for this week, guy. Guys, I apologize. There isn't much substance to this uh, podcast in terms of, you know, real fantasy football help for, for this week. Um, we'll be back at it next week. Hit it hard to help you guys win your playoffs. Uh, as always, I'll be on Twitter throughout the week tomorrow, Sunday morning, to help you get your lineups put in. So don't be afraid to hit me up, ask questions as normal on there. Uh, thank you guys if you did tune into this. It definitely means a lot. I'll go with the, the cheesy. I'm thankful for these followers I have. I'm thankful for these people who believe in me and continue to listen to these podcasts, continue to ask me questions and you know pay for my premium service, buy the content I put out, buy the draft guide. It's just unbelievable at this point of the season what we are at this point of what I've created has turned into be. So uh, keep doing what you guys do. Uh, it doesn't go unnoticed. And uh, we'll do a few more plugs here. My name is Nate with We Know Fancy. can be found on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at we know fantasy. Visit our website, weknowfantasy.com, for some more fantasy football as well as fantasy hockey and fantasy basketball content. Uh, we'll be back Monday night with the We Know Fantasy Way of Our Wishless podcast. And this week, Friday night, will be the We Know Fantasy Contributors podcast. It is normally a Thursday night, but with the holidays week, it's bumped to a Friday. So tune into those uh, as well throughout the week for the We Know Fantasy uh, family or network of, of podcasts. But again, thank you guys so much for tuning in, even for this relaxed fit. Um, you know, not so you know strict, punch it in, punch it out type of a fantasy football podcast, but more of a laid back type of chit chat with you guys podcast. But I appreciate it all, guys, and I'll see you next week.